Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to continue the series I started yesterday where I go through each round of Fantasy Football ADP and talk about whether or not I would buy or sell each player at their current draft price. So yesterday I went through round one and now it's time to talk about round two. Before I get into it, I just want to say that if you're watching this and you enjoy the video, please just leave a like or subscribe to the channel. And also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section where I'll be responding to everyone who comments. But let's jump right into it, starting off with the first pick of the second round, the 13th overall selection. This is where Calvin Ridley is currently being picked. And I'm actually going to have to sell this ADP even though this is the wide receiver four off the board, and that is where I have him in my wide receiver rankings, I just think he's being picked before some workhorse running backs that I would much rather have. So guys like Nick Chubb or Jonathan Taylor, I think both of those players should be going ahead of Calvin Ridley. I'm someone who likes to go running backs early and often. And even if Calvin Ridley does go out and put up a very solid season, the fall off at the running back position is just so huge that I'd much rather secure you know, what's likely my RB2 and then go wide receiver, you know, in the third or fourth round. Now with the 14th overall pick, it is Nick Chubb and I'm going to be buying him at this price. I think he's kind of in this running back tier with Austin Eckler, Jonathan Taylor and himself. I have those guys very close together in my rankings. And so I'm definitely going to be buying him here at the start of the second round. I think that is some really solid value. You just seem to know exactly what you're going to be getting out of Nick Chubb. He doesn't need to go out there and get 20 plus carries to be super effective. He's going to be super efficient. He's going to have a lot of touchdown upside. And you just know he's going to be getting his established workload. I don't really care that Kareem Hunt is there. Obviously, it's going to limit you know his overall ceiling, but I think his floor is just so high. And if you can get him as your RB2, that is just insane value. DeAndre Hopkins is currently the third pick of the second round here at 15 overall. And I'm actually going to be selling this. This was a pretty tough call for me. I originally had it as buy, and then I actually flipped it over to sell. And it's just because I do think there are some running backs going after him that I would rather have. I mentioned Jonathan Taylor earlier, but even someone like Antonio Gibson. And it's just because the running back position falls off way before the wide receivers do. I mean, obviously I'm going to talk about it tomorrow, but you're looking at third round wide receivers, guys like Keenan Allen. I just don't think the difference between like DeAndre Hopkins to Keenan Allen is that big compared to, you know, Jonathan Taylor to potentially the running backs you're getting in the third round, like a J.K. Dobbins. I just think there's a huge difference between them. So I'd much rather go running back here. But, you know, if these running backs all came off the board consecutively, then I couldn't really fault you for going with DeAndre Hopkins. It just wouldn't be, you know, my primary pick. Next up at the 16th overall pick, it is Jonathan Taylor. And this is going to be a major buy from me. I think Jonathan Taylor's ADP has fallen off way more than it should have. Obviously, we know why. It's because Carson Wentz and Quinton Nelson both went down with that same injury. And, you know, there was skepticism as to whether or not they'd be missing games. You know, we really didn't know what the timeline was. The timeline was like some crazy five to 12 week span, which is obviously a very wide range that could basically go from Carson Wentz being ready to play week one to him, you know, not being ready to play until week eight. And that's a crazy, you know, kind of stretch. But the reports coming out have been fairly positive. Apparently, Wentz and Quinton Nelson are both expected to be playing by week one. 
And so there's really no reason for Jonathan Taylor's ADP to have fallen off like almost 10 slots, you know, maybe more like eight. But still, I think he's going to be a workhorse. Even if Carson Wentz isn't in the lineup, I still think he's going to get a crazy workload. Obviously, he's going to be better off when Wentz is there, especially for Quinton Nelson. But I still think he's going to be a running back that's going to get a ton of touches. And right now, if you can get him in the middle of the second round, I think you should be 100% capitalizing on that. With the fifth pick of the second round, it's going to be another running back that I'm going to be buying at his price. It is Antonio Gibson. I'm starting to really like Gibson leading into this season. He's just going to get a very solid role on the ground. We know that he is going to be the workhorse in that backfield. He may not have that receiving game, which is definitely what's honestly limiting him from potentially being a first round pick. But this Washington football team offense should be much improved from last season. There should be less pressure on the run game now that Fitz can push the ball down the field. So I think he's a very solid option here in the middle of the second round. At pick 18, this is where DK Metcalf is being selected. And I'm also going to have to sell this. It kind of seems like a trend where I'm selling a lot of the wide receivers ADP. But I definitely think that kind of fits in with my draft strategy. The reason I'm selling him here is because I have him in a tier range with Justin Jefferson and Keenan Allen. I have them all back to back to back. I believe I have Keenan Allen, then Justin Jefferson, then DK Metcalf. So he definitely belongs, you know, in this top group of wide receivers. But the difference is that Justin Jefferson, as you can see here, is a late second round pick. And then Keenan Allen is actually going to be an early third round pick. So I just don't think you should be drafting DK Metcalf basically over a half round ahead of Keenan Allen. So I would definitely want to punt this ADP of Metcalf and wait for a guy like Jefferson or Keenan Allen. We're back on the running backs with pick 19 and pick 20. We've got Joe Mixon going at 19 and Najee Harris going at 20. And I'm going to be buying both of these players. I think they're actually pretty similar in terms of how they're going to be scoring their points. They're both going to be workhorses on their offense, and they're both going to be getting a lot of touches. Both have the potential for like 20 plus carries, five plus targets a game. I think the issue for both of them is they may not be very efficient with those touches, but that overall workload is going to give them enough of a floor where they can still be a consistent, you know, RB2 on your team, but they do seem to have that extra ceiling if, you know, the offensive lines and offenses as a whole can really come together and get some efficiency for them. Up next at pick 21, it is AJ Brown. And once again, I'm going to be selling this wide receiver ADP. And this is kind of a similar reason for DK Metcalf. In my rankings, I talked about that tier with Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson, and DK Metcalf. I have AJ Brown coming in after those players, so I don't really feel comfortable taking him ahead of guys like Justin Jefferson and Keenan Allen, and you're spending more draft capital on him, so I would not be willing to draft him here at the 21 overall slot. Darren Waller is the second tight end coming off the board here at the 210 slot. And even though I may not be drafting Darren Waller ahead of players like Justin Jefferson or CEH, I do think this is a pretty appropriate spot for him to be selected. So I'm going to be buying him at this current ADP. I would much rather be picking Darren Waller here at the 22 overall slot than I would be drafting Travis Kelsey at the sixth overall. I think Darren Waller and George Kittle are going to be finishing much closer to Travis Kelsey, you know, in terms of difference in points per game. Travis Kelsey still may be the tight end one, but if Waller can get up there, he's still providing you that positional advantage, but you're just buying him at a much cheaper price. At pick 23, we have Justin Jefferson, and I'm going to be buying him here. I think this is the first time 
I've bought the ADP of a wide receiver in this round and only the second time, you know, in both videos. The first one was Devontae Adams. But with Justin Jefferson, I have him as my wide receiver seven. I had him as my wide receiver six before he had that shoulder injury. And so I'm very high on him. And so getting him at the end of the second round, I think is some really solid value because you still may be able to get a solid RB2, you know, at the start of the third round. You're going to be up in two picks anyway. He had a crazy rookie season. I expect them to just continue to build on that with another huge year this year. You have Kirk Cousins, who is a very capable quarterback to support his wide receivers. He did it for years with Thielen and Diggs. And the offense as a whole should have a decent amount of red zone opportunities. And I just see Justin Jefferson continuing to elevate while Adam Thielen kind of slows down with age. So I'll definitely be buying him here at the 23rd overall pick. The last player in this round going at the 212 position, it is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And I'm definitely going to be buying him at this current ADP. I'd actually feel comfortable picking him even a few more slots ahead of this. I do have him ranked ahead of Najee Harris, who I'd feel confident drafting him at the 20 overall slot. So I definitely think you're getting him at a little bit of a discount here. I'm expecting a major breakout season for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I think you're gonna see a lot of improvement from 2020, but I think the biggest thing is just gonna be his usage. He shouldn't be in this backfield by committee anymore. They didn't really bring in a ton of competition for him, and I really think he's gonna have the opportunity to break out this year. And so if you can start your lineup with Christian McCaffrey and then CEH as your two running backs, and then maybe you go for a Keenan Allen type guy to start off the third round at that turn, that is just a crazy solid way to start off your draft. And so I will be buying him here at the 212 position. So that is going to wrap it up for the buy or sell of the second round. Let me know your thoughts down below. Do you agree with which players I'm buying and selling? Or do you have some different opinions? Either way, let me know your thoughts down below. And I'll respond to everyone who comments. And then if you enjoyed, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. It really helps support me. But that's all I have for today. Make sure you guys look out in the next few days. I'll be going through round three, round four, and round five. And if you haven't seen round one, go check that out as well. But thanks again for stopping by and I'll see you guys tomorrow.